Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 1338. I'm just headed back home for a group session this morning after my daughter, well she actually dropped me to school, I guess, because she was driving. And uh, today, uh, well, the challenge goes on. Um, daughter last night went back to, to hospital they had uh, over a hundred people in emergency last night, apparently. So her mum and I take it in turns uh, with going back to, to ED. There's like over a hundred. And I said, look, just come home. I said, that's crazy. Um, they were waiting for hours and hours before uh, you know, any prospect of being seen by a doctor. And I said, that's just crazy. I said, it'll be like 7, 8 a.m., today, like the next day before they're going to be seen, just come home, rest, go back tomorrow morning, give you the heads up. Apparently, it is quietest in emergency around 9am in the morning, 9.10, something like that. Um, But um, anyway, the doctor uh, saw Liv, as in saw her, that she was waiting and she treated her a couple of days ago. Uh, so um, she contacted the adolescent medicine uh, doctor and uh, then they had determined that uh, Liv actually needed to be admitted based on certain criteria, uh, but they had no beds or anything for them. That, bottom line was I think they were really short-staffed and coming in back from... Um, a public holiday, uh, which is it's kind of ironic, isn't it? Because people go on a holiday and they say they don't want to go to emergency and then all of a sudden they go to emergency because it's they're back from holiday. That's part of it. And then the other part is, I guess, stuff happens while people are on holidays. Uh, but it's, it's just funny how during the holidays, people don't tend to go to emergency. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's what's happening there. So they, anyway, they didn't have a bed. So they, uh, they actually said to uh, go home and come back this morning. Uh, so they have to go back through it all again this morning. But hopefully, it's um, it's quieter there for them. But oh, you know, I was having a chat with my my aunt's one, and uh, yeah, it's just it's so hard so hard for her and the flow on effects on uh, you know me and her sister and you know, her mum as well uh, it's, it's intense it really is intense and uh, you know I was on a late night call last night uh, for one of my coaching type sessions and they had a change in daylight savings this is normally a call that goes, uh, it starts at 11 p.m. on a Tuesday. And now, it's like, oh, that's easy because I'm doing midnight to 2 a.m. on a Friday. So 11 o'clock's easy, but daylight savings has started. So it starts at 10, which means that my Friday call should start, excuse me, at 11 this week. Um, so, yes, I get a reprieve. Um, so that will be nice. Um, but then, of course, 
we go into daylight saving so it all goes back again but anyway we get uh, a couple of weeks where it's a little bit easier uh, which would be nice but uh, yeah so I'm I'm feeling it today I'm feeling the tiredness and one of the interesting things I find I know I was talking about this just recently but I was talking about a client sorry to a client about this this morning that is just uh, you know listening to your body, learning from your body, understanding what's going on uh, within you uh, each day, and to understand why you do things. Like I'm, I'm obsessed with studying success, and uh, certainly when it comes to my own success, what makes me work best, and when things don't feel right. And so the last. Uh, the last uh, couple of weeks I'm going through stages where I'm feeling like uh, I need to generally it's not something sweet maybe it's a little bit savoury and sweet but not like chocolate I don't crave that Uh, but um, like my daughter she makes some some unbelievable uh, date scones and uh, last batch she made she made a heap of them and uh, which can be quite dangerous because they're just there, right? And if they're there and you're hungry, then you just grab one and say, bang, yeah, that's really good. So I've had a few date scones, uh, but often it's uh, like something savoury. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I can be drawn to, I like uh, as a, a bit of a treat from time to time. They're called refried beans. Um, I don't know how they're fried at all, but basically they're just beans that have all been mashed up. And, uh, you know, I'm, I heat that up and put some salsa on it and use, not Doritos, but they're, um, they're a healthier type of, uh, like, corn chip. But essentially, they're, they're basically a, a corn chip. And I can find myself being drawn to those. So that's savoury, uh, like the beans and everything, are, you know, healthy. Uh, but, you know, it can be a bit of a calorie time bomb. Uh, if you if you have too much of it, and I've found myself the last couple of weeks that like once a week, I will feel like that, and I'll have it. <clears throat> you might say, "Oh wow, Rob, look at you!" You know, it's not like I'm, not like you're eating, uh, you know, all this other stuff. But it's the it comes down to the standard that I set for myself, right? And it's not what I would normally do. It's not what I did last year. And so I look at those events and I say, "What's going on? Why am I feeling like that?" what's driving that behavior because I'm obviously very focused in what I do and I went through a a period of time uh, at the end of last year into this year where I said well I'm going to allow myself to have you know the odd pizza here and there because uh, I don't want to get to that stage where I feel like I uh, and have these uncontrollable urges where I just need to eat that food. And so I thought, well, you've got to give yourself these treats from time to time uh, to allow, allow yourself to be treated and not depriving yourself of things and not get to that point where you want to just, you know, binge on stuff because that's not, not healthy. So trying to get that balance after coming out of a really focused, you know, number of months of, uh, you know, certain eating. And so uh, I've been reflecting the last, uh, you know, last few days, last week and this week as well, and thinking, you know, what drives that? 
And so I think for most people, there's an emotion that drives eating. So my experience is that some people are emotional eaters. In other words, there's a heightened level of stress or something going on in their life. So stress is an emotion. You know, you feel something in you that you don't like and you go and eat something that is perhaps not, you know, great for you. And why do you do that? Well, you attach the feeling of pleasure to eating the food as opposed to the pain that you're going through. Even though, you know, if you waited a little bit and sometimes post-eating, you feel way worse. But at the time, that's what you're telling yourself, which is why you do it. Right. And then there are an emotion, emotional non-eaters. So people get the same feeling, but they just can't eat. You know, they don't want to eat because of, you know, whether it's a tightness in their tummy or whatever. And so they just don't eat. Um, you know, they can be as, equally as bad as each other. And so I was looking at me and saying, well, you know, why, why am I feeling like that? So reverse engineering the, the process and... Uh, part of it is, and this is the good thing about thinking about this and understanding, you know, how well your body works and stuff. And I'm obviously I'm very closely in tune with my what um, what makes me work best and when things are a little bit off. And so because I eat so so cleanly, when I have these things, it's like hmm, interesting. What's going on there? So I look back and say, well, what happened prior to this event? So one of the big things that's been going on for me is just the extreme fatigue, right? So 12 months now, every few days taking uh, my daughter to hospital, uh, you know, it has to wear down at some point, right? Uh, And I'm fatigued and probably close to burnout in uh, many respects, but I find ways to keep taking care of myself. And this is the thing, probably if I didn't take care of myself, I would have burnt out by now. But because I do take such good care of myself, I um, am really uh, I'm making sure, sorry, I'm just focusing on the road right now. Uh, I'm really focusing on a, still putting myself in an optimal level of health. But obviously there's the challenges with the lack of sleep. I, like I'm doing the coaching, I'm trying to be there for my daughter, I'm taking 20, 30 hours out of my week each week just to take care of her, be in hospital, attend hospital, traveling, uh, or spending time with her at home when she would normally be at school, taking care of her, making sure that things are, are all okay. So there's that aspect which has a, a compounding impact on me, being able to grow my business, doing the things that I wanna do, uh, you know, even some of my workouts, like yesterday, I wasn't able to do uh, my workout because of uh, just some timing with uh, some clients in the morning and then just my extreme fatigue. I, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Uh, so there's the extreme tiredness. And then uh, with the tiredness uh, comes the, the stress of... Um, you know, making sure that my, my children are okay, both of them. They're going through different things at the same time. And so there's that. And there's the fact that I'm staying up later because of the, the hospital visits, but also because I'm trying to still do my coaching work, which are at uh, in a different time zone. 
uh, which makes it really, really taxing and it's unrelenting. It goes week after week after week, day after day after day. There is just no let up. And so in a 24-hour period, if I look at the, the period over the weekend for me, I over two days I had uh, eight hours sleep. Four hours on one day, four hours on the next day, and there's a lot of heightened stress in the middle there. So it actually crossed three days. It crossed Friday, it crossed Saturday, and it crossed Sunday, uh, where I had to, you know, I was up for like 20, 21 hours on one day, a little less on the other, and I'm finding that then the day after is I'm just trying to recover Never mind trying to use that day to do other things and grow my business, work on myself and stuff. I try and do those things as well, uh, but I'm really in extreme recovery zone. Like it's really, really challenging. And so with that, that fatigue, obviously I'm up longer, so therefore I need to eat more, right? I'm, I'm just hungrier. But where I find that it has the bigger impact is the next day. It's like that next day I find I've got those cravings, those things that I need, and it becomes really, really challenging for me. So I think there's a definitely a physiological reason as to why that's happening. And then if I pull it apart further, I say, well, there's been some, some days there, say on this particular day, yeah, I had that food, and why? Okay, I didn't have as much plant-based food that day. You know, my vegetables were down a little bit for a couple of meals for, you know, whatever reason. And a bunch of the time, uh, I think I might have mentioned on, on uh, Saturday, I couldn't get any food uh, other than the snacks. I had a protein cookie for afternoon tea. I had a protein cookie for dinner. And then I had a bag of cop- popcorn later on. That was all that I, I could get in. Um, so it's, it's tricky. I'm going to hit pause for a moment, uh, so I've got to go do a group class. I'll be back. All right, I am back, and it just goes to show you what a crazy sort of day I've had today. I'm back in the car. I'm going to do the school pickup. So you've got the first part coming back from school, and you've got the second part going, going to school. My day's just been out of control and uh, all the way in between there. So we were talking about the, the food and me uh, understanding about uh, you know what's going on in my body and stuff, and uh, why I'm eating what I'm eating, and I think this is the power of reverse engineering, understanding uh, how your body responds to certain foods, and you only do you only know that if you're consistent in what you're eating, and you notice when there is a change and what impact that is having. So you know, last year I, I know I've spoken about this a few times before, but uh, so I'll just be brief. Like the last two years, I've been experimenting, making some subtle changes with the volume of certain food, being at the protein source, the different type of protein uh, source, whether it be uh, chicken, beef, fish, etc., lamb. Experimenting with those high-energy carbohydrates, being your uh, potato, being uh, white potato, sweet potato, rice, quinoa, um, pasta, uh, you know, uh, even uh, polenta and things like that just to see how is my body responding? Where do I feel fuller? Where do I feel less bloated? Etc. Etc. I've introduced an energy drink, a natural one, a natural isogenics energy drink into my food 
over the last couple of years as well with some really uh, fantastic results for you know how I'm um, how energized I'm remaining in the you know the latter part of the day and so forth and it's uh, attributable to that along with the other things that I'm doing as well experimenting with different supplements and etc uh, etc et so sometimes it's just a subtle change that you make and so I think one of the other aspects uh, if I go back to what I was talking about earlier about the extreme tiredness and, and so forth, a big part for me is because I'm a very calm dude. Anyone that knows me will know that I'm, I'm very calm. You know, I don't, I don't get excited about, as in like emotional, about uh, too many different things. I, I'm always in control. I'm very calm. At res- yeah, if there's a crisis going on, you want me in the room because... I will help settle everything down and come up with a solution. Um, but I'm also conscious of how my body reacts to that. And that means that uh, my adrenaline levels do go up. And I guess we have no barometer. It's not like I'm in the car right now. It's got needles and gauges and digital readings and stuff. We don't have that for our bodies to say, oh, my energy is at this, my adrenaline level is at this, my blood sugar is at this, my body fat level is at this. That one probably shows up a bit more than any other. Um, and, you know, my iron levels, my vitamin levels, etc., etc. I think one day we will, uh, the, there will be a time where even without having to do a, a blood prick or something like that, we will be able to have access to that data through our phone. The watch that I'm wearing right now um, all of those different things, but we don't right now. And so your adrenaline levels, for, for me, uh, what that means is I'm my, my metabolism, I think, is racing like crazy. So my adrenaline levels go up, they spike, and so therefore my metabolism also goes up. Pardon me. Oh. Goes up, uh, which therefore results in what? A bigger appetite. Now, if you... Uh, then combine all of these things together. The lack of sleep, the um, perhaps the uh, reduced intake in of uh, plant-based food, um, perhaps the length of time that I'm up, as well as the, the lack of sleep, the increased adrenaline levels and so forth, all play a role in increasing my appetite and so therefore in those tired moments I'm drawn to more uh, maybe it's starchy food and um, well a good example is today I'm exhausted today I may not sound it but I'm exhausted and like I'm I feel so close to burnout that it's just ridiculous um, the only way that I can help get myself out of that is sleep uh, now, in between now and the time that I last spoke with you, uh, major, major issues with my youngest daughter, and uh, yeah, I can't go into too much of the detail uh, to protect her privacy, but it's like right now, as I'm recording this, I'm waiting to get a, a text message or a phone call uh, from uh, her mum, because she's with her mum right now. Uh, to resolve the issue and get her the the medical help that she needs. And uh, chances are that she may now, well, she will be in hospital, I would say, for at least a couple of days. And so in those periods of time, that's a time to 
okay, you can take a breath. Why? Because you know that she's, she's in the right place. Yeah, she's medically stable. Uh, she's um, going to be taken care of. And she's under 24-7 observation. So we know that that's going to be okay. This is a time for us to kind of rest, give back to ourselves a little bit. And uh, it's funny how things work out. My, my very first client tomorrow morning has said that they can't, uh, they can't make it in. Now, they start at 5.30, which means, okay, well, I've got a, an extra little bit of time here tomorrow morning where I can get a little bit more sleep. I will endeavour to try and get to sleep earlier tonight, but that will also depend on what happens in the next matter of minutes, the next hour to two hours. Because I might have to be in hospital and have no sleep overnight. But what do you do? You've just got to keep going. Don't you? You've got to find a way. And so I'm just finding it interesting, this whole experience. Yeah, it's, it's horrible, it's painful, it's you know, not stuff that I, I want to have to have my daughter go through or uh, you know, me or her sister or her mum for that matter uh, go through either. Uh, but we have to because it's here and it's now and it's happening. I'm finding it interesting about listening to my body listening to what's going on in my headspace in these uh, particular times and uh, like right now for instance as I stepped out of the, the front door I'm hungry and I'm thinking wow isn't that interesting because I've eaten all my meals today but my adrenaline levels are really high uh, the stress levels are quite high but I'm calm hence the adrenaline levels are high and I'm fatigued I, it's been non-stop I haven't been able to rest properly uh, so over the last five days, I'm probably down 10 hours or more. Yeah, it'd have to be more than that. It would have to be maybe closer to 20, 15 to 20 hours down on sleep I am. You cannot catch that back up without stopping somewhere. And yet my schedule is so unrelenting and the uncertainties and everything, uh, it just doesn't stop. And tonight, because I normally wouldn't have the kids, her, her mum would, then in between my busiest night of the week, I have to do about three uh, drop-offs and pick-ups from her dance uh, cheerleading stuff. So I don't, I don't even know how it's going to happen yet because I hadn't planned for it to happen a few hours ago. Um, so there's always something, right? Always something. Go, go, go. Got a different appointment and you've got to look after yourself in the same, at the same time. Uh, but I grabbed uh, one of my youngest, a batch of uh, date scones that she made, and I grabbed one on the way out uh, this afternoon because I'm just hungry. I'm just really hungry. And there are some times when, you know, I've had so many smoothies or, you know, protein shakes after a workout and stuff that I don't feel like something more liquid. I need something else. But I think what I will do now, I've got a, a phone connection at 4 p.m. I've got a meeting at 4 p.m. And then I have, that'll go for half an hour. Then I've got a 4.30 client till 5.30. And then I've got a small gap where I think I take my daughter to, to cheer. And then go pick her up again, bring her back home. Then I take her again. And then I've got um, a you know, busy night tonight from 7 till 8.30. Uh, so... You know, and God knows what's going to happen in between. So I'll go home, I'll have a smoothie, that'll help fill me up. I'll run out of my energy drinks, they should be here hopefully tomorrow or maybe the next day. 
and uh, that will help uh, help as well. Uh, but you know, it's just it's tough. Sometimes it's tough, but you got to push through and find a way. Anyway, I uh, the message today: listen to your body, understand it more, use the challenges to experiment with some different food. Don't just always go for chocolate and say, oh, well, I'm this, I'm that, and therefore I need chocolate because that's what I always do to make me feel better. Do it differently. Listen to the body. Observe what's going on. You've got your whole life to experiment with this stuff, right? So why not start now? Start now. And given that most people are either overweight or obese, then this is an opportunity for you to make some inroads into that. Turn things around. Stop going to those old habits. Listen to your body. Understand what you're doing. Do it differently. But you don't have to do it all in one big step. Little bites. All right, I'm out for today. Stay safe. I'll see you tomorrow.